This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Olivia Quay. And I'm Hariato Diman. Welcome to The Straits Times, the big story podcast where we analyse key issues with our journalists and guest experts. A proposal to register bicycles and licensed cyclists to ride on the roads was raised earlier this week. That's right, but it's garnered resistance from the cycling community who said making bikes like cars wouldn't help make roads safer. Conversely, drivers are mostly supportive of some form of licensing for cyclists. They say it would make them more accountable and ensure that they have the required knowledge of riding in traffic. The proposal is part of a panel review looking at existing regulations for cyclists on the roads. Journalist To Tingwei has been covering this issue and he's here to share more. So Tingwei, in trying to come up with a licensing framework for uh, cyclists, what are the key factors to consider? Uh, just to start off with a clarification that the licensing framework is not the confirmed solution yet, but it's mm. part of the things that will be studied. So it will be a bit tricky because there are not really any like a lot of case studies worldwide. But well, the some of the key considerations, the first one will be to in terms of who do you license? Because like currently it's just the area of review is only for rules for road cyclists, meaning like once you cycle on the road, you are considered road cyclists. But there are different kinds of roads. Like you have those slightly busier roads, like maybe Bradley Road or something like that. And you have roads in the HDB estates or maybe in car parks, which are a lot less used. So probably like the licensing framework will have to come up with like what kind of groups of cyclists and where do you regulate them instead of a blanket, like a widespread kind of thing. And also in terms of the enforcement, it will be quite tricky because I think like probably there are millions of bicycles in Singapore. One person can have more than one bicycle. So it's the licensing framework was to be implemented, like I think it will be quite difficult to ensure that these millions of bicycles in Singapore all get, regis- all get registered. And there's also the issue of if I have a bike now, how do I, like, should I go and register it? Or is it only for bikes that are bought after a certain date? And to just even enforce this, I think you'll probably need a lot of manpower, a lot of enforcement officials. So that's not something, that's something that will be quite challenging. And there's also the issue, of course, because with all this like extra manpower and the kind of like all this extra admin work, you probably make it quite costly, and it will be quite, I guess, like in a way, financially unsustainable to continue this framework for the long term if it isn't something like if the bicycle population keeps growing. Mm-hmm. And that's actually one of the reasons why some other countries have cancelled this framework because like it's just too costly to maintain. Mm. And I, the final thing is whether the licensing framework will actually help to improve safety. So I think that's something that the review panel will look into. Alright. Now in the story out today, you got some reactions on this proposal from cyclists and motorists. Uh, Tingwei, what are the main concerns from both parties? Are they largely for mm-hmm. or against the registration and licensing scheme? I think based on the sentiment so far, like where the where they stand depends on whether they are cyclists or drivers. So it's quite clear cut. For cyclists, they are quite against any form of licensing or registration, understandably. And for drivers, they are on the other end, they want some form of licensing and registration for the cyclists. So why cyclists oppose it is that they feel, they they are kind of worried that this will make things very complicated. It will increase the barriers to cycling. And 
for them, they argue that this won't really improve safety. So one common argument that has been raised so far is how you have licensing and registration for PMDs. Basically, registration like where the e-scooters and such, they all have kind of license plates, but pasted as stickers on the e-scooters. And even though this was done, I think, in about late 2018, early 2019, by late 2019, e-scooters were banned from footpaths. So they use this as an argument to show that registration does not necessarily lead to safety. And it's not that the cyclists don't want to compromise at all. They are still trying to propose some other measures, such as a simple theory test and things like that. But they feel that registration and licensing in a way similar to cars is not the solution. Then for the drivers, uh, they are on the other end of the spectrum because they argue that for the registration at least, like if you have a plate number on the bicycle, it will at least let them identify cyclists who flout rules and also be able to report them. Because currently, let's say when you are driving on the road and you spot a cyclist who is maybe driving past traffic lights and such, there's no way to identify the cyclist. You can only, I mean, it's just a visual description, but nothing else. So they are hoping that if you have a kind of a license plate on the bicycle, it will be able to help them identify those who flout the rules and also place more responsibility on the cyclists to follow the rules. So it's quite a... I think it's quite a difficult issue to resolve. It's been around for quite a few years in the sense that it keeps coming back, dying off and coming back again. So hopefully, like whatever the review panel does, they will be able to sort it out for the long term this time. Right. Great points there, Ting Wei. That was our colleague journalist, To Ting Wei. Now you can read his story at straightsimes.com and let us know in the comments where you stand on this hot button issue. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.